Stay tuned. Eastside Radio, 89.7 FM. Hello, my name is Shay, and this is Breaking Waves. Yay! To, to Jeff, yes? <laughs> yes, I'm Jeff, he's Shay, and this is Breaking Waves. And the track you just heard was Steamy Night in Savannah by Chris Isaac. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was Leonard Cohen. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was our mystery guest, and um, we're not going to tell you who he was for about 30 seconds or so, are we, Shay? Are uh, we going to tell it later after the end? Its name, his name is Stuart, Stuart Little. No, uh, not Stuart Little. Stuart Little was a mouse. Oh God, no! That's all right. That's all right. I'm sure. I'm sure Stuart Darietta, okay. who is our guest today, would be honoured to be compared to Stuart Little. Probably Stuart Little more. Probably all the King Stuart family. Any other Stuart, he doesn't mind because Stuart. Um, Darietta is a fairly easygoing bloke, I think. We're, we're going to have a chat with him very shortly. Um, we're going to talk about ourselves. We're going to find out about lockdown life. Shay, have you been doing anything devastatingly interesting within the mm. confines of lockdown life? Um, lockdown. My girlfriend Antonio. Oh, my girlfriend Antonio is bored. Okay. And she's at Jewish care, and she does Monday J Day. Yes. Then she goes to Maroma on day program on Tuesdays. Then Wednesday she does cooking class. And then Thursday and Friday she goes to work at Jewish Care at Print 35. Okay, that's good. We've got her schedule. Yes. We know about your girlfriend's schedule. That's yes, terrific. Yes. She's bored. We've established that she's bored. <laughs> yes. I don't know. What about you, you yourself and I? Have you been doing any uh, activities? Uh, I've been... I'm a bit bored too because okay. I, because I'm not having been at Jewish Care Day Five at work with Sophia's days. You're are. bored because you're not going to work. Yeah, this is a promising start <laughs> to a show. This is the way you start radio. You get on and you go, we're bored. Um, <laughs> have you ever sung the, that song? I'm the bored, bored, bored. I'm bored. Bored in the life in the song. Do you ever sing that song? No, I was thinking of the Iggy Pop song. Yeah. I'm the chairman of the board. Now, I heard, in fact, yes. I, I know this for a fact, yeah. that you uh, and your mum yes. were... Um, uh, we were we were isolated. <laughs> you, were right? two, you, you were in ISO. <laughs> for two, two weeks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and how was that? I think my mum got bored, but I didn't. It's more uh, boredom. More uh, boredom. I, I was more patient person, yeah. Did you play so, any board games? Uh... No, I think mum just kept watching news. I asked mum if I wanted to do some activity thing with mum, but yeah. she, my mum was a bit busy. So what, what? She wouldn't do star jumps with you in the lounge room? Oh, I, I did some exercise oh, with, with 
Jewish cat put day five, but I couldn't get up in the morning and do exercise at nine o'clock. They were doing exercise at nine a.m. I kept doing the afternoon two o'clock to three o'clock afternoon quiz game at Jewish Care. Oh yeah, and I did some lesson. Okay. Yeah, about lesson. Yeah. So your lockdown wasn't too savage. I mean, no, your no, um, no. your no. isolation. Mm. I mean, mm. but um, listen, we're going to go to a, a track now from our special guest who's coming up very soon. Um, it is Stuart. Darietta, and I, we will tell you a little bit more about him shortly before we interview yeah. him. We're very excited. Are you excited, Shane? That yeah, I'm excited. What do you think about my favorite artist singer is Justin Bieber? This is good. This yes. is good. Actually, this is a question Shay yeah, had lined up for him. Yeah. We're going to spring on him, you know, yeah. a Justin Bieber question. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Right now, I think we're going to hear a track of his, yes. uh, his own. Mm. is called My Magnificent Narcotic. Magnificent Narcotic 
And now, to introduce our special mystery guest, Stuart Darietta. Shay, this is the 30-second bio challenge. Can you time me? Hello, hello, Jeff. Okay. Stuart was born in Sydney, Australia. He went to school at St Ignatius Riverview and went to graduate in arts law at Sydney University. After graduating, instead of becoming a lawyer, he chose the world of music. For years, he was in big demand as the piano man, entertaining Sydney's elite in prestigious nightclubs in the 80s. Stuart's well-known as the piano guy in Through a Glass Onion, the John Lennon musical he co-wrote with John Waters in 1992. It remains one of Australia's best-loved musical theatre productions. Stuart has also done shows on Leonard Cohen, Tom Waits, Jacques Brel and Joe Cocker. He's written film scores, musicals for theatre, uh, albums of original songs, My Magnificent Narcotic, good title, written three musical plays with Louis Nara. That'll do. Uh, hello, hello, Stuart. How are you? Hey, Kai. How are you, mate? Hi, Stuart. I, I'm Jeff. I'm um, I'm Shay's uh, sidekick. And um, uh, nice, nice. Well, we meet again, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks very much for um, giving us the time today. Pleasure, my friend. Is time something you've got during lockdown, I must ask? i got shitloads of it. <laughs> shitloads of time. You know, it's, it's a, uh, well, anyway, everyone's in the same boat. It's like all the musicians and all the people who work from, you know, in the entertainment, we're all in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we're complaining, it's the way it is. I guess during lockdown, people get these ideas going, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a novel. I'm going to finally do it, or I'm going to just pump out albums. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to you know write three songs a day. It probably doesn't usually happen that way, does it? Well, interestingly enough, I've written quite a few uh, bits of music recently, and but I'm bereft for lyrics, and uh, so it's um, it's I. If you're going to sit down and write a novel now, I think you have to be in a really great frame of mind. Yeah, and because of uh, various restrictions placed on you, uh, it's really difficult to get what you would say is the best of you into any kind of creative effort. So it's always thwarted by the you know by being I don't know in this un- unknowing future where you don't know what the hell's going to happen. And the other thing that o- overrides it is is it all worth it? I mean, you have to find a new life. It's a a very, it's a very difficult time. Yeah, like the creative thing is is funny, isn't it? It's uh, I, I like I, I'm I'm a poet by trade. That's what I do, and I, I, I've oh heard. God, a poet. I know. Like, can you? That's a dying art. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, can you get any more fiscally disadvantaged? Probably not. No, well, but of course, Leonard Cohen was a poet, but he was making no money out of his poetry, so he decided to convert them to song lyrics. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Which I think was a good career move for him. I'm actually reading one of his early um, volumes of poetry at the moment. Yeah. But like regarding the poetry, it's like I've heard, I have heard people saying, "Ah, oh, there's nothing to write about," or you know, I've got writer's block. Writer saying, "I've got writer's block," and like personally, I think. To me, this time, globally, mentally, physically, psychically, is just uh, kind of rich with things to write about. But, you know, I guess it affects different people in different ways, and some people might be just too depressed and preoccupied to go, well, I'm going to dip into that well. Well, I think it also depends to a certain degree on what age you are. And uh, I'm in my 60s, and, of course, 
when you're in your 60s, it's hard to talk with the same throbbing excitement that you had when you were, uh, <laughs> when what, you were 18 what, or 19. Mm, <laughs> you know, like, what, what do you think about Vincent and Goff? He says, I dream about my painting. I dream my wailing of art. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah. Interesting thing about Van Gogh, he was like almost mad, crazy. Yeah. yeah. uh, But what an incredible artist! Mm. And I actually was just talking to a friend of mine whose daughter is suffering a certain degree of mental. uh, uh, She's not not the full quit. She's on the spectrum and she's feeling suicidal. But she is only fifteen years old, but is an incredibly talented artist. And what you find with people who who are sometimes, you know, um, in that area, uh, incredibly well. You're a guy who's talented in the art world yourself, Joe. I've got a painting of yours. I've got a, I've got a, uh, that um, Tower of Eiffel, uh, the Eiffel Tower in my house. Yeah, the Eiffel one Tower is one good. One yeah. of your pieces, my friend. I, I made yeah, a yeah. I made a Eiffel Tower at National Art School, and it was a it was a it was an etching thing, and I made paint with the paint, and and I got very upset that Lawrence, my artist, chucked all the art materials in the bin. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Like, like, every Son art, of a bitch. Every, <laughs> no. every artist has to suffer. Isn't <laughs> yeah, right? no. Like, uh, yeah. He said I was not good enough, and my art was not good, and then, and then I told Jeff about the story with Lawrence. Is said, Lawrence. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We won't bag Lawrence. We, <laughs> no, no. we could do that later. later. But uh, yeah, Stuart. Like I've seen mm. s- some of Shay's works. He's d- he did a very good Billy Field. He, he did a, <laughs> he did a portrait of Billy Field, which which I reckon should have gone. We interviewed Billy too, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, which yeah. should be like Archibald Prize material, and he's gonna he, yeah. he's threatening to do one of me. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> okay. What is your fa- <laughs> what's your favorite singer performance in the show? Yeah. In. Uh, What's my favourite song to perform yeah. in the show? Yeah, um, I think it's Tower of... In the the Cohen show, I do a few shows. I do uh, I do a show on the music of Tom Waits. I do a show on Leonard Cohen. And I also do a show on Joe Cocker. And, of course, I do a show of John Waters on John Lennon. And, uh, and I do my own stuff as well. But on the Cohen's front, my favourite song to play is Tower of Song. Uh, it's because of the nature of the song, how I've arranged it. It's kind of got a New Orleanish kind of style of piano playing, and uh, yeah, I, that's my favourite song to perform. Yeah, right. What I was, I was going to ask as well, who's um, out of all those those uh, songwriters, Leonard Cohen, Tom Waits, Joe Cocker, John Lennon? Um, let's make it a double barrel complex question. What what ties those performers together that appeals to you, um, and maybe as a as a B part, who, who's your favourite performer to to do in general? Out of all those performers, who do you really get off on most? Who do you dig most? Tom Waits. Yeah, uh, I, I really love I love doing the show on Tom Waits. Unfortunately, it's a show that it's a niche show, and in the sense that there's a lot of not a lot of people. Um, know about Tom Waits. I did the show in New York City for a long time, and I was always surprised to know how little Americans knew of that, of the genius of Tom Waits. Yeah, right. And uh, I, you know, Tom Waits is a guy who uses a lot of different grooves. He has a strong groove in all of his playings, and all of his songs. I'm sorry, and um, he he has an incredible uh, gift 
I'm writing the urban lyric. And I also am a big fan of um, Randy Newman. Yeah, right. He, you know, he's one of my favourite songwriters. In fact, that's a problem when you're a songwriter, when you've worked on the songs. Of, like, I mean, I love Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. I love Lennon and McCartney. I love, uh, you know, Cohen's work, Waits' work. Uh, I've already mentioned Randy Newman. And these guys, they set a very high shelf, shelf level for um, what you might call a good lyric. So when you're writing, you're comparing it to the songs of these great artists. And sometimes you think, well, this is, this is, this is absolute shite what I've written <laughs> that, compared to, well, to what the, these guys do. So I guess that's, uh, a common, that's a common thread, isn't it? They're like they are, they are sometimes off the wall, poetic, fantastic lyrics. All, all those people have that in common. Yeah, um, yeah. I was reading actually about your yeah. It's a funny thing that you think Tom Waits he's got to be reasonably big in America, but then you get there and find that you know he doesn't sort of register on that level. But um, yeah, I, I was well, reading he's never, a, he's never had a top forty hit. Yeah, it's probably I a think, probably a blessing. Yeah, well, well, we had a few. Bruce Springsteen did uh, Jersey Girl, and uh, that was a big hit for uh, Bruce. And also Rod Stewart did uh, oh, what did he do? Got the song, but he's had hits through other people. Yeah, and uh, but he has a he has a strong fan base all over the world. You know? Yeah, he's got. He's, I suppose cult for want of a better word. He's got yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Right. What, what do you think about Chicago's and their big on culture of jazz and jazz music? Well, jazz is something I've I've been lucky to avoid all my life. <laughs> um, I'm, 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 a, I'm a rock and roll player. I'm definitely not a jazz player, even though it's way sometimes you enter into the world of jazz. But uh, I'm generally I'm not. I'm a rhythm and blues guy, and I'm a rock guy, but I'm yeah, not a jazz uh, okay, guy. Okay, rock, rock guy is song. Yeah, yeah. I have a very dear friend of mine uh, who's a one of Sydney's greatest drummers, a guy called Hamish Stewart. And one night he said, Stewie, I'm going to turn you on to jazz. And we were on the road together and I went up to his room and played me some jazz tunes and suddenly I felt really bitter. I had to throw up. I said, that's enough jazz for the night, Amo. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bed. You know, you know Stuart, I remember... Um, being in a band years ago, and our drummer was a jazz fan, and our guitarist was not. He was kind of this acerbic uh, sort of English snob. He's a pop snob, I suppose. And I remember yeah. their arguments, and Steve, the guitarist who hated jazz, I just don't understand jazz. I, I just don't get it. You know, what's it about? And Dave, the drummer, would just get so frustrated, tied in nuts, trying to go, it's, it's, it's this and it's that, and I'd sit back and be entertained, you know? It's like, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, look, I... I, I I can listen to a bit of jazz. Yeah, the big ones. They're the ones you know. It's like uh, yeah, the, yeah, the Miles Davis and Sketches of Spain, a couple of things like that. Or, oh, yeah, you know, or heavy I, jazz I like Herb Alpert and the okay. Tijuana Brass. You get into really, you know, high shelf stuff. I did love that album, Whipped Cream, though. I just and and, and Other Delights. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. What do you think about my favourite singer, um, Justin Bieber? What do you think of, oh, yeah. of him? I'm not really acquainted with his genius. No. no. So <laughs> it'd be hard for me to comment. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I think of Eastside Radio, they mainly play jazz music. It's a big, big <laughs> station for doing it. That's yeah, right, so, Stuart. Yeah. You've, you've won yourself a lot of fans by uh, speaking out on jazz on Eastside. That's excellent. But um, we work curious. Like, you've done Joe Cocker. You've done John Lennon. Um, you know, been on the John Lennon show with John Waters. Uh, you know, Leonard, Tom. We thought, yeah, it's the Justin Bieber show next. Mm. I think, you know, with that voice of yours, yeah. I can oh, just yeah, see... So. You and Bieber, man. We're on polar opposites of (laughs) vocal uh, vocal quality. But uh, good luck to him. And, uh, you know, good luck to him. He's only a young fella, isn't he? No, he's Uh, he's got years ahead of him, yeah. What do you think about lockdown and planning the Joe Cocker show in Sydney? Well, I've got it. I had the Joe Cocker book for September, and unfortunately, obviously, that's not happening. And uh, so we put it back to the 11th of February. It's a show I'm really looking forward to doing. I'm utilising two drummers, something I love using. I've got Greg Henson and Hamish Stewart on drums. Oh, right. And, uh, and it's an eight-piece band, and uh, I'm really looking forward to performing it, but it gets put back all the time. So it's now on the 11th of February at the Orpheum in uh, Cremorne. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. So it's... Yada, yada, it's did you did you manage to squeeze the Cocker Show's new right? Is that the latest show? Yeah, it's a brand new show, yeah. And did you manage to get it into Adelaide Festival? Yeah, is- I did. I, I I have a bunch of musicians I work with in Adelaide. We did it down there. It was a much smaller outfit, and um, and uh, yeah, we really enjoyed playing it. My voice in Cocker's kind of he basically everything he's what keys he sings and I can sing in as well. Oh, that yeah, you're right. I love his choice of songs. You know, he picks a lot of songs by Randy Newman. He picks a lot of songs, Lennon McCartney songs, you know. He's, 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 and he also, I've noticed he does a song by UK Squeeze. Oh, which one? Tempted by the Fruit of Another, which is one of my favourite pop songs ever written. I can hear Joe singing that, actually. I can, I can imagine it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does it take a while, like, when you first did the Cocker Show... How much does the beast change, like your Cocker show or your, your Cohen show? Like, when you, you've written it, you've scripted it, you've staged it, you do it, you break it in. Do the shows evolve much? You've yeah, you got to feel things out quite they a lot? They evolve a lot. But the first thing to get down, particularly with the Cocker show, is the piano playing. Um, because, you know, I don't sing and stand. I play the piano and sing. So, and the, the piano players that Joe used... Uh, well, one guy in particular, Chris Staten, who's probably one of my favourite piano players, and he was an English guy, no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, and, um, yeah, so there's, it, there's a lot of time spent learning the, the correct way of playing the thing to make it sound decent and give it the right groove, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I, I saw it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, like octopus coordination. I, I saw a clip of you and... Uh, John Waters doing um, "How You've Got to Hide Your Love Away," I oh, think. Yeah. I think on like like some, some Channel Ten show, and yeah. your your piano playing was uh, was just killer. It's just uh, really beautiful, melodic, busy stuff. Not too busy, you know, just busy enough for an acoustic guitar and a piano, but really lovely playing. I must oh, say. Thanks, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. What is what is, what, what, what is your favorite song, and what is your favorite writer? Oh, my favourite song would be hard to say, Joe. There's so many yeah. songs that I love dearly. 
and uh, songwriting, you know, kind of like the guys that I've mentioned, you know, Randy Newman, Tom Waits, uh, Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, Lennon McCartney. Um, I'm mean, also a big fan of a guy called Jacques Brel, who's a, uh. a French a French composer and, uh, and performer, and uh, I love his work too. Have you uh, heard? So I, yeah, so. Sorry, have you heard Scott Walker doing Jacques Brel? Yeah, I have heard Scott Walker, but the guy who really did it was Jacques. Brel. Jacques did it himself. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I, I I heard Scott first. And I got this album. Scott Walker does Jacques Brel, and it's one of my oh, fa- right. favorite albums. He just does the the, the the girls and the dogs and uh, the Amsterdam. Fantastic version of Amsterdam. Um, the yeah, port yeah. port of Amsterdam. But I, I need Bowie, to I yeah. need to listen Bowie to some of the original. Well. Bowie yeah, did it yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. What well, do you think about the 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 Dutch man who makes the the classical music? Yes, on, is it oh, the, Andre Andre Rue, yeah, yeah. Andre Rue, yeah. Oh, Andre Rue, yeah. Well, he's definitely put Strauss back up there on the charts, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. See, I, well, you know, he's a great marketeer, that guy. He, he kind of is. I sort of think his surname sounds like throwing up a little bit. It's like Andre, <laughs> but that's yeah, you know, sometimes no. could, it could bring on that particular <laughs> form of behaviour. I'm just being um, a musical snob, but you know, you know like giving points. I love classical music too. I mean, I've, you know, I've, what what do you what do you think about when you met me at Canberra and my mum Arani and we met in Canberra? Was it 2016? Oh God, was it? Yeah, it was in Canberra. Yeah. We were doing a show across the road in the Canberra uh, Canberra Theatre there, yeah. and we were at that Thai restaurant. I remember yeah. it very well. Yeah, yeah, it was a great night. Yeah, you got a good memory, man. You're, you're, you're plucking a night from 2016. Chase puts you on the spot and says, "You remember yes. meeting me in 2016 in Canberra?" And you go, "Yeah, you're either a good liar or you've got a good memory." Yeah. Well, Mate. no, I just know I, it was, I, I'm good on Jai for remembering the year. For me, I know I did Canberra. I remember Jai being there, and I remember Rani being there. And um, and it was a fun night, and I think I got pretty drunk that night. <laughs> no. It was during my drinking days. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, it was a good, very memorable. Uh, what, no, I think the piano had been drinking, so, right? Uh, we, have to, we have to wrap up. Uh, nice to see. Interview um, Stuart and 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 we um and um, I hope you perform a new music album for with the, after with COVID. Well, we want to hear Joe Cocker. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, love your album of original oh, stuff too. Lovely. By by the way, like, did you? Sorry, just briefly. Did do you ever do shows with just your original stuff? Or, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you, you know, I'm. I did that album. I don't know if you've got that album there. It's uh, yeah, it's got some narcotic. Yeah, I did that in Melbourne with Ross Holliford, uh, who used to be the guitar player in Daddy Cool. Yeah, right. And, uh, and an, an incredible musician and a gentleman. Unfortunately, he's passed away too. But um, he um, great, great music musicians. Yeah. I worked with Could- on that particular. I'm Philip Rex on double bass, Hamish on drums. It was a wonderful album to do and perform, and uh, yeah, I do that occasionally. Yep, terrific. Well, looking forward to seeing it when we when we get out of this thing, sometime. We have to say goodbye, Jeff and me, and we say bye to you, Stuart. Nice bye. for interviewing the, with your music, and hope the best for COVID. We'll we we we'll, we'll see any changes for next year. 
Yeah. Okay, buddy. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thanks, George. Bye. Bye, boys. Bye. Cheers. You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital, local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au. Well, that was, um, still is, always will be, um, breaking waves. It's been fun, Shay. What do you reckon? It was fun with you, Jeff, breaking waves. We interviewed Stuart, but um, just saying that um, we're saying the show goodbye and... Goodbye. uh, And we want to wish you all um, a very happy, full, rich, sane week ahead. Do you reckon we should do that? Yes. Okay. And okay. don't get too bored. No. You're going to get bored? No, don't, don't get bored. No, I'm don't not, not going to get bored like my girlfriend. Just stay, stay at home all day and yeah. be bored. No. Well, maybe you should call her up more. She won't get bored. Uh, I, I would try to ring her phone call. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay see you. Bye. See ya. Bye. 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 Living like a dog.